What's up guys, it's Bailey from Horsepower and Pizza. I'm just going to give a quick pre-intro to the show before we actually get into the episode. Booker and I sat down and had a good conversation last night, but as I sat down to edit the show, I ended up cutting some things from later in the show and moving them up towards the front, so the show does jump around a little bit. We cover what is going on with my E36 drift car and why that is not finished yet. We talk about 2021 as a whole and how show season didn't really go as planned. We talk about the We Out Here tour and how that also didn't go as planned. We talk a few things that we have planned for 2022 and moving forward, as well as music and podcasts and just just talk about some overall life tips for trying to stay balanced as far as balancing business and social lives go. I know that it has been a long time since I've put a show out, but please enjoy. Toss me some feedback on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or wherever you can get a hold of me at Horsepower Pizza. I hope you enjoy the show and thank you for listening. I like my pizza cold and my women colder. Yeah, she too stubborn or I would have told her. And every time I'm with my buddies, yeah, we never sober. <laughs> Wake up feeling ten years older. It's the Cold Pizza Podcast. We're gonna start there. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm having so much fun. Like I'm, I know you and I had kind of a heart to heart in the garage yeah, the last. I feel like in general this year, you and I have talked more than anything. Yeah. Whereas like last year we were doing so much, but this year I feel like we spent a lot of time, the time that we have had together, it's, it's been just chatting. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of real life shit that's happened in the last year and a half. Like some of it great, some of it not so. I mean, I'm very happy for where all, I was telling you this out in the garage earlier i'm very happy for where all of my friends are maybe maybe i'll clip this and put this at the beginning because this is something that i think everybody needs to hear i'm very happy for where all of my friends are i've been to four weddings this year they're doing grown-up things they're you got married um rj rj sam and then alex and chelsea i guess technically they got married last year but because of covid they didn't have like a big reception and everything so yeah. they did like a, another one this year i'm so happy for all of my friends they're doing things that they want to be doing i don't know i bought a house at 20 and moved across the state and did all these things that like all my friends were still in college and yeah i felt like i was not that anything is a competition or a race by any means that's not what i mean no, but by you this feel like you're getting I, ahead. I felt like i was getting ahead of a lot of my friends and this is exactly what we were talking about in the garage earlier i felt like i was ahead and i was in a long-term relationship and whatever else and now i'm like i sold my house i live with my parents again which again was my decision right but i'm having time to focus on things that i want to focus on and career related and kind of taking that next step towards being self-employed full-time and a different chapter of life yes it's a very different chapter of life now a lot of my friends are in the position where i was years ago buying houses and not i mean a lot of my friends are getting married but some of my friends are just getting into long-term relationships for the first time or getting back into and it's it's cool to watch it's it's really cool to watch um really proud of Everything that everybody's doing, I don't want to say that I'm like sitting around like, what the fuck am I doing? Because no, like I'm it, definitely doing things, but it's like, it's it's a different stage of life. Yeah, everybody's just, I mean, everybody experiences life at their own pace, and it's, and in a different orders too. Right. So it's like, 
I don't know. It's a weird, I'm in a weird point in my life, but I'm having a lot of fun. I'm doing the things that I want to do when I want to do them, focusing on me and your future and my future. And it's, yeah, like, I don't know. It's really cool to watch my friends like grow up and like do things that, yeah, yeah. cool shit. And like, it's, I don't know. Life is so cool and it's, don't ever feel like you're behind. Like Chance and I had this conversation too. Comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. So if I compare my life to where Chance is at or where Blair's at or... Because Blair and Brittany got engaged. I don't know if you knew that. I did Blair not. and Brittany Very are engaged. Good. Congrats. Um, Chance has a girlfriend again. Very Her good. name's Courtney. She's great. Uh, our whole friend group is fucking awesome. I wouldn't trade them for the world, but it's, like, <laughs> it's so fucking weird how shit where I followed RJ on Instagram and now I sleep on his couch like every other weekend. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> Come full circle. <laughs> full fucking circle. Yeah. Yeah, but. like I never would have expected somebody I followed on Instagram years ago to like attend well, that's, that's attend their how wedding. Many times with you? Oh, most of my friends I met online, but that's why like <laughs> no, it's funny because they're like I mean, I'm I ain't gonna say any names or anything, but I'm like, yo, that's my wife and they're like You're not gonna make that out I'm like, bro. I followed you on Instagram for two years before I met you, and I sleep on your couch every other weekend. Don't tell me I'm not going to marry her. It like, is, like, living proof that online dating is okay. <laughs> yeah, but I don't do online dating is the thing. No, but how many friends would you have if you weren't online so much? Yeah, if I didn't have social media, I'd literally <laughs> sit in my garage online. with a booker. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't sound so bad. It's not ter- I mean, it's what I do now anyway, but, like, yeah. Wild. Yeah. What a weird time. It's Dominic. I almost bought an E36 coupe from his cousin, like, 2016, 2017, maybe. Dominic had this clean, white sedan back then. No bullshit, it is the same car. Like, it <laughs> went through probably a dozen owners between Dominic and me, but I posted pictures of it on Twitter, and Dom's cousin was like, yo, I think I know whose car this is. I was like, do not even tell me this is Dominic's <laughs> car. He had Dom message me on Twitter. He's like, yo, so, or he messaged me on Instagram. He's like, yo, I hear you have my sedan. Sure as shit. He sent me all the pictures that he had. That stupid, like, floral print oh, that's in, yeah. that's on, like, the dash and in the headliner and shit. Yeah. Dom's the one that put that in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, small world, of course, I end up with this car and he's from New Jersey. So he's not, he's a couple hours from us. It's not like, and I was living in Pittsburgh at the time. So just small world. I ended up with Dom's car, but bought this. I saw it listed on Facebook like two weeks before you sent it and you're like, yo, we're going to go pick this up tomorrow morning. And I was like, all right, whatever. Um, Saw it listed on Facebook. Shane Kent actually sent it to me. He's like, you need this. And I commented on the post. I was like, if it's street legal, because I didn't have a truck or a trailer. I was like, Mm -hmm. if it is street legal, I will buy it. Because I was helping out a couple other friends with their cars at that point. And I was like, I kind of really want like a project car, something I could drift or track or whatever. And then like two weeks later, Booker sends me the same car that's for sale by somebody else, our friend Lorenzo, and I think he wanted like 500 bucks for it or yeah, something. I, think it I was, was like 500. Yeah. I was like, I'll stop and get cash, whatever. It was a Saturday. He's like, we'll go get it on Sunday. Well, I knew the bank was going to be closed. I was like, I'll get cash unless he'll take Venmo. So you message him. You're like, yo, my friend that owns horsepower and pizza wants to buy this car. 
And he's like, all right, bet he can have it for 350 bucks. And I kind of manifested that because my parents yeah. asked, no bullshit. Before he even said that, yeah, my parents were like, how? No. Okay, so backing up, I live with my parents again. Um, that was a decision of my own. I didn't really talk about that on any videos or podcast prior. That everybody, I don't know, does, I don't care what anybody thinks anyway. It probably looks like I lost my job due to COVID and then moved from Pittsburgh back to my parents' house, whatever. No, it was all my decision. I had a really good job offer come up back in the area, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take it. So here we are. But I told my parents, I'm like, yo, I'm going to buy this E36 because I've always wanted an E36. And my parents are like, how much are you paying for this? Not that they care. I pay my own bills and make my own money. Right. But they're like, you're really going to bring another car home. It's like, yeah, it's going to be 350 bucks. Don't worry about it. And then Booker texts me like 20 minutes later. He's like, yo, Lorenzo said he'll take 350 for the car. I was like, manifestation at its <laughs> at its finest. Talked myself into that. Rented a U-Haul trailer. Took Booker's Cummins upstate. Picked this thing up. Bring it home. Oh, you forgot. You forgot the pizza. We, oh, how did I forget that? Lorenzo's dad actually owns a pizza shop like a block from his house. So we picked it up, pulled into the parking lot. We were going to go in and order yeah, pizza. He's like, hey, my dad's pizza shop's right down yeah. the street. If you guys want food before you head home, you should head it up. So we're like, absolutely, we're going to do that. So we go in, and Lorenzo had already called down to the shop and was like, yo, whatever they want, like, take care of it. It's on me. So shout out Lorenzo for that. That was huge. Which, by the way, the pizza there is phenomenal. So, yes, great. Like, some of the best pizza I've had in a long yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. Um, but they, it was, it just kind of, it was meant to be. Um, car ran and drove when we picked it up. Lorenzo actually <laughs> drove it onto the trailer for us. Um, smoked like a son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, it's probably going to need a head gasket. Um, might need a clutch. He said second gear is kind of rough, but like, for 350 bucks, what are you really going to ask for? Running right. and driving, 350 bucks. Right. Catch wow. was it had a salvage title from being abandoned. Whatever. It's going to be a drift car, track car. I don't really care. 350 bucks. That's where everything goes downhill. <laughs> Lorenzo goes, here's the key. And it was quite literally the screwdriver that comes in the trunk toolkit. <laughs> He's like, no key. Goes, Start it with that. I'm like, okay, whatever. And he it goes, worked. It, it worked, but he goes, here's a push-to-start panel. It was like an eBay or an Amazon <laughs> push-to-start panel. He's like, you can have... He gave us two of them. He gave us two of them and an extra push-start button itself. Yeah, he's like, you can just wire that in, you'll be fine. I'm like, all right, whatever. So, before we did anything with the engine, I hate wiring. I, I want nothing to do with wiring. I'm like, Booker, wire this in and make sure that the car starts before we rip the engine out yeah, of it. Because we wanted to make sure that it still works. Yeah, we knew we, that the car started. Yeah. You don't want to tear too far into something and have so many different open ends. Variables. That you don't know, okay, did I screw this up or did I screw this up or did I screw this up? Let's figure out one thing before diving into the next. So, long story short... We only smoked one wire. We only thought the garage was going to burn down one time. Oh, that was so annoying. It was bad. It, it smelled was... terrible. So when you open the door, it has like a ding. Well, that wire decided it wanted to self-destruct. 
and try and catch the car on fire. And that probably would have been the best solution for everything. Uh, sitting back, here, sitting yeah. here a year and a half yeah. later, yes, it would have been. But we stopped that. <laughs> um, so then the following weekend, we ripped the engine out of the car. No, the following day, we ripped the engine out of the car. following yeah. weekend, we tore the engine down. Yes. Because I had ordered gaskets and everything. And we this said, was also right in the heart of COVID, too, so there was literally right. nothing else going on. We had on. nothing else to do but um, work on a ship box. We'd literally just hang out in my dad's garage on Saturday and most of the time Sunday as well. Yeah. Tear the engine down. I get the okay at work to take the head into work. I was just going to deck it myself. I was like, fuck it. Let's do it for the video. Let's do yeah. it for the content. I'll set up a GoPro and time-lapse me decking this head. Now, we're not an automotive machine shop, but I was going to figure out... it. Yeah. It's an aluminum head. I was just going to fly cut it and be done because I knew what... I found the tolerances and everything online. I was like, yeah. we'll be fine. So, so I go to scrape the gasket off the head, and I call Booker. I'm like, "Hey, problem, head's cracked in well, and that, and that was four weird, spots." And that was the weird part. We pull the head off, we look at it, and head gasket was definitely blown. Looking at the gasket, but it wasn't hateful either. No, it, it wasn't horrible like you'd expect for like what kind of smoke we were seeing. And right. there was cooling on top of a couple of the pistons, but nothing crazy. Well, the M50s are an iron block with an aluminum head. Well, if something's going to fail, the aluminum's softer right. than a cast iron block. Right. So, and they fail right between the water jackets and the valve seats. So, now, we've gone through so many heads in the last year. <laughs> I think, yeah, no bullshit. I was going to say, how many are we on? We're on... We had four heads. All four <laughs> of them were cracked. Because here's how it went. The head came off. That one was cracked. Bought one from Scottro for 100 bucks. Yep. That one was cracked. Did I give him a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks? Can't remember. Nolan went and picked it up. I went out and picked it up from Nolan. Cracked. So that's two. Yep. Called Scott. I'm like, what the hell? He goes, all right, I got another one on the shelf. Let me check. Checks it. That one's cracked. <laughs> Julian, y'all haven't met Julian yet. Julian has been recording videos for me and I've been editing them. I have a whole bunch of YouTube videos that are ready to go out. I'm just making sure that I have enough lined up because life is about to get super busy, but we'll touch on that later. Um, Julian's like, yo, I have another M50 head. You can have it because I Scott owed me money from now me having a cracked head, but he owed Scott money. I was like, all right, just give me the head. You take it up with Scott. You'll figure it out. <laughs> He goes to clean it up, and he texts me. He goes, man, I was going to have you come pick this up this weekend. This one's cracked. So that's four cracked heads. So Meanwhile, that... Chance, shout out Chance, um, sends me on. I had seen it floating around Facebook, and I guess so did Chance, because he sent it to me. Dave Roberts has an M50 for sale for $200 on Facebook Marketplace. I text Dave. I'm like, yo, if you still have that this weekend, I'll come get it. He's like, all right, bet. I'll save it for you. So I'm like, Booker, we're going to Scranton. He was like, all right, bet. So insert Nolan in the back seat. We load up Nolan in the back seat <laughs> when Nolan had the uh, Joe Exotic, like Tiger King haircut, mullet the thing. mullet, blonde, bleach blonde mullet. <laughs> load him up in the back seat of the truck and insert office theme music here. We head to Scranton. 
I gave them two hundred dollars. We loaded. The, we didn't even take the cap off of the truck. No, that's no. that's where the issues started. This there. is where we're at at this point. <laughs> we were we were so like, we don't give a fuck. Just give me the engine. We're throwing it in the car. Throw the we'll engine in the truck. Let all the oil drain out on eighty one. <clears throat> yeah, allegedly <laughs> there's a bunch of oil on eighty one South and potentially a in a Cracker Barrel parking lot where we Frackville. stopped to. <laughs> That is where that is. <laughs> where we stopped to reposition the engine Allegedly. and restrap it. So we got this new engine. I was like, well, everything's apart. We're going to throw a new clutch and everything in and throw this back in the car. And Not that, I mean, we obviously hadn't driven it much. but we It did do a burnout. Yeah, yeah, one did. wheel peel, but yes. it did a burnout yeah. before we ripped the engine out of it. Yeah. We have been chasing issue after issue after issue. Or we originally thought... That we put the clutch in backwards. So we pulled the transmission out of the car, flipped the clutch disc around, because it didn't, the clutch kit that we ordered was from Amazon. Big mistake there from the start, just throwing out out there. Didn't come with instructions. We're new to this. I'm not afraid to admit that if Booker has anything to say on that. We're new to this. Yeah. Threw this clutch disc in, thought it was in backwards, dropped the transmission to put the clutch flipped the clutch disc around did that turns out it was in the right way the first time and that brings us to where we stopped literally this time last year yeah because that came up on my facebook memories yesterday yeah so basically what was happening was when the car was up in the air on the jack stands you could start it up you could put it in gear but even you know when it was in gear with the clutch pedal pressed in the clutch would not spinning. disengage. Yeah. Long story short, we've had the drivetrain. Like, let's skip to where we're at now. Well, and we had to deal with slave cylinders too. Uh, we, we had sure. We've blown out three or four slave cylinders to the clutch in the last year because they're cheap, thirty dollar. I've had the drivetrain in and out of the car. This is the third time this year. Probably. Third or fourth time, I pulled it out yesterday. I have it down to a science that I literally have. The drive shaft disconnected, the exhaust disconnected, the headers off, the entire harness pulled to the driver's side of the car, intake manifold off, and the engine and trans pulled out of the car. And separated. And separated in about three and a half hours' time. My boss, Mike, came to help me out with that yesterday because it was Black Friday and we weren't working. So that's where we're at because I ordered a single-mass flywheel conversion kit. So we were waiting on Alex to drop off my new transmission today, and we were going to put the new clutch on it, stuff everything back in the car, and be done. And, uh, again, running into issues. This rock- time, it wasn't really us. This though. was not us at all. <laughs> it, I, okay, had I opened the box yesterday, we would have realized, we, we would still be in the same spot, but we would have realized a day sooner that when you order a single mass flywheel conversion kit from rock auto and you select the one that includes the flywheel make sure they send you the one that includes a flywheel because i have a pressure plate a throw out bearing and a clutch disc and the hardware and the hardware i don't have a flywheel and that's an issue basically what we came to find out alex was on the phone with dave who works he might be the owner. I'm not sure who owns Bimmer Buddies. Dave from Bimmer Buddies was like, oh yeah, based on what you're telling me, that's the wrong clutch. 
I have a new master cylinder in the car. I have a new slave cylinder. I have all the new hydraulic lines and everything. We've bled the system 10 times over. The clutch still does not disengage. So from what I understand, we have the wrong clutch. I ordered a proper clutch and I ordered what I was told to order from somebody who works on these cars all the time. Here we are. And it's, I mean, we looked at, now that everything's apart, we looked at the new clutch, uh, disc, and pressure plate, and they definitely look different than the ones that we had previously yeah. in the car. I mean, the, 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 the pressure plate does not match up to the flywheel. The flywheel. So yeah. I'm willing to bet that the flywheel and pressure plate that were in the car were the wrong ones. Right. Um, putting a new Guibo on, which doesn't have anything to do with the clutch, but it's... It was needed. Our Timmy. friend Timmy told me like a year and a half ago that, yeah, you should put a new Guibo on that. So I finally spent the extra $8 to do that or $21, whatever it was. It was from Euro on Rock Auto. It was cheap. Should have done that a while ago, but also haven't driven the car. So it wasn't like it was going to fly apart. Yeah. I had ordered coilovers for the car back in like May, which kind of dumb. Why did I spend $1,100 on a car that we weren't driving? So, couldn't get coilovers because BC was kind of being a pain in the ass for my buddy that owns a supply company. So, I got my money refunded, decided we wanted to upgrade the cooling system, took that money, bought a cooling system from another company who has actually been a dream to work with, so I'm not going to slander them here for sure. Yeah. Um, I work in manufacturing. I know how much of a pain in the ass it has been this year to source materials and components mechanical electrical whatever so i get it it's been a nightmare and i emailed them like last month because i ordered this july 21st and here we are late november i still don't have it yeah so please 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 uh, well yesterday, yesterday when we we're recording this was black friday and i know that a lot of these automotive manufacturing companies are offering deals right now for black friday the holiday sales whatever please do not take it out on their customer service department if and when i'm saying when because i know that it's going to happen if and when your parts do not get to you before christmas or the holidays in general because it is not their fault it is not their fault that the supply chain is completely fucked with a capital t right now i'm sick of entitled customers just making things it, the world does not revolve around you and it does nobody any good for you to make somebody else's day hell over something that we've all been dealing with for the last year and a half at this point. Yeah, it's call not like call it's it new. COVID, call it a supply chain. I don't know what it is, but it's not a new concept. Yeah. Just be a good person. That's all I ask. 2021 was kind of a mess just revolving around this car. I hoped to have it as a booth car for um, Steel City Expo back in June. And... Uh, well, Steel City Expo, I wasn't going to have anybody to help me run my booth because uh, Mr. Booker here was on his honeymoon, if you would like to speak. Uh, Mr. Booker's married now, so sorry, mm -hmm. ladies, for the two of you that are also married that actually listen to this, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got married back in June, June 12th, so... That happened, which kind of has made my 2021 pretty darn busy. 
Well, that and, and you purchased a home. We purchased a home with a garage. Yeah, the the garage. If you've watched the uh, Jetta video, oh, we didn't even talk about. Oh, that's, oh man, that's another. That's another. Twenty twenty one has been a shitstorm. <laughs> like the more I think about it, it's gotten worse and worse. Is it but... the project cars or is it the German project cars? The German project car had nothing to do with that first <laughs> no, thing no, being an not. issue. No, so. Um, Bicker bought a house. We use his yeah. garage. Um, it's great. It's, uh, we'll have garage update videos at some point because we're yeah. going to do some work in his garage and make it a little bit more his own. Yeah. Um, definitely, we've been using mine because I've insulated it. This podcast is all over the place. Insulated my garage. I got new additions coming. Um, talk about that soon, but not on this one. Yeah, so... Booker's had a great year. Booker bought a house with a garage that's awesome. Booker's married to a girl that I have known. Her name is Lauren. She's great. I've known her longer than I've known Booker. We went to preschool and elementary school together. Um, Just got a pup. Yeah, he's got a puppy now named Parker. Uncle Jordy hasn't met Parker yet, so Uncle Jordy's got to get over there. Yeah, Parker wants to meet Uncle Jordy. Set him straight. Uncle Jordy's on a wave right now. But, um... Yeah, so I didn't have a booth car. Basically, anything that could have gone wrong since last October has. <laughs> For the most part, I have a great job. I have a roof over my head. I have food on my table. I have a bed to sleep in. Like, I have so much to be grateful for. Don't get me wrong. It's just the hiccups along the way. The hiccups the along the hiccups. way. And life is a journey. Like, the dream is a whole journey. Horsepower and pizza has been a dream of mine since I was probably 12 years old. Like, I've always wanted to do shit like this with, like, a clothing line and make videos and whatever. I wanted to be a YouTuber before YouTube was even a thing. And I don't even know that you can call me a YouTuber. But hit 1,000 subscribers back in May. I have it written on my board here. Pretty cool. Long time coming. Um, but... Just like that, I went from 120 followers on TikTok to, like, 3,000 followers in about 16 hours' time. Yeah. So, like... It's, it's definitely the, it's the weird platform. I, I like TikTok a lot. I feel like YouTube can be kind of hit or miss. There's some people that, like, that's what they watch. There's some people that kind of watch it sometimes. There's some people that don't. But a lot of people nowadays are following TikTok pretty it's hard. It's hard. It is really hard to grow a following on YouTube. It's not like it was a couple years yeah. back. I feel like you have to start elsewhere and get them to move to YouTube yes. to see what you're actually well, doing. Alex yeah. and I just had that conversation, 100%. Yeah. But Booker's Garage has been on a couple of my YouTube videos. Uh, was it last year? Yeah, I guess it was last year. 2020, I got a Mark IV Jetta for free. Now, it was a 2000 Mark IV Jetta 2.0. So the two-point slow, automatic. This car is about as bulletproof as a Volkswagen can be. Yep. Two O's are great. The automatic, the the car is dog shit slow. Do not get me wrong. And has no cruise control. It, it literally has no cruise control, not because cruise control is broken, but because it is yeah. that base spec. It does not have cruise control. Nope. Great little car. Yeah. I took it to work to do an alignment for you before you were supposed to head out on your trip, and I had no problems driving it to and from work. So here's how this went. Nolan says to me last year, 
yo, if you ever do anything musically related and you go on tour, I want to go. And then this stemmed from us watching music videos of one of my favorite artists. A lot of his music videos and stuff, they do based off of shit they do on tour. They just film tour and then find a way to work it into music videos. So Nolan's like, we're going on tour if you ever do anything musically related. Plot twist, I am the least musically talented person <laughs> out of anybody that I know. I, I don't know how to read music. I can't sing. I can't play an instrument. Nothing. I listen to music. That's as far as it goes. So I'm like, yeah, okay, that's never going to happen. I received this Jetta for free from someone who I work with. It was his daily driver. They gave him a company truck. He starts driving the company truck the day they gave it to him. Like, literally left his daily driver in the parking lot. I said to him, what are you doing with the Jetta? He goes, you want it? I was like, yeah, give me a price. He's like, no, you can literally have it. We went and transferred <laughs> the title. It became mine. His only stipulation, I think, was the subwoofer in the trunk. Yeah, he wanted the sub that was in the trunk. It wasn't even wired into the car. It was just sitting in the trunk. I'm like, yep. bro, you can have that. <laughs> gave him that. Gave him the license plate off the front of it. Yep. Insurance on this thing is like... $14 a month. <laughs> I don't care. It is great. I'm thinking, I don't even know how I came up with it, honestly. But I'm like, bro, Nolan, let's go on a road trip across the country. Like, not across, it was like from Pennsylvania, the whole way out to Colorado, dropped down through New Mexico, across Texas, through the south, and back up to Pennsylvania. It's like, let's do that in the Jetta. He's like, all right, bet. So we called it the Horsepower and Pizza We Out Here Tour because we're constantly, oh, we out here, we out here. It's just been like an inside joke in our friend group. I'm like, all right, bet. We're going to get sponsors to pay for this, right? <laughs> so I have the T-shirts over here. I don't have one that I can... We had like 20 sponsors for this. I asked for $100 yeah. a piece. Your logo goes on the back of the shirt. We give out these shirts everywhere, right? And then... Um, you get shout out on the videos and whatever else, right? It was initially supposed to be me and Nolan. Nolan's mom buys a brand new RV. So Nolan's like, fuck it, we're taking the RV too, so we have somewhere to sleep. It came out, it was going to be like all but 6,000 miles. Now, Booker's getting married, has all sorts of vacations and honeymoon and everything planned, so Booker was like, I can't go. I'm like, alright, that's fine, I completely understand, like... Yeah. Booker is a busy man. I'm grateful for the time that I get to have with him when we get together. But I wasn't expecting him to take a week and a half out of his life to, like, oh, yeah, 6,000 miles we were going to cram into a week and a half. Yeah. So it was a lot. It was a lot. So I'm like, RJ, you want to go? He's like, I'll go. I ask Sam. I'm like, you want to go? Sam's like, I'll go. So I'm like, okay, bet. We have two people per vehicle. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it would have been tight to sleep for. It's it's a brand new RV, but it's not a huge RV. I think we would have been fine to sleep three or four people in it. Yeah. Wouldn't have been an issue. I can't remember why Sam couldn't go. Sam told us he couldn't go like a couple weeks ahead of time. I'm like, that's fine. The three of us, we could figure it out, like mm-hmm. split driving one way or the other. And then RJ ended up having a family emergency. I don't, it's not my story to tell. I'm not going to speak to it. Um, But he ended up having a, family emergency like leading up to us leaving and i'm like dude i'm not gonna take you across the country and then find out that you need to fly home from like texas or right arkansas right. we weren't going to arkansas 
Texas or Alabama or whatever. I'm not going to do that to you because, like, it's just stressful for everybody. Mainly RJ and his family, but, like, I don't want to have to, like, oh, now we're in Texas and it's going to cost you $1,500 to fly one way because you need a last-minute ticket. That's right. Nobody wants to do that. So. Nolan and I are like, all right, fuck it, we're going to go. But it's just going to be us. Nolan's like, bro, I can't afford to just throw gas in this RV all week by myself. I'm like, that's fine. Like, we're not going to take two vehicles for two of us to drive across the country. It's like, let's just take the RV. We'll split fuel. Like, I pay one tank, you pay the next. Like, back and forth, right? So, Booker and I had done all of this work to this Jetta leading up. Now, I got the car for free. My friend Teddy gave me wheels and tires for free. Yeah. Um, I got a roof rack for free, which ended up not even going on the car because the car didn't end up going on the trip. Uh, and what else did we do? I know we did a uh, valve did, cover gasket. I did valve cover gasket, spark plugs, motor mounts, yep. trans mount, lower control arms mm-hmm. for the ball joints yep. and whatever else. We did brakes the whole way around, and I'm talking pads, rotors, calipers the whole way around. Yeah. I did O2 sensors. I did the whole downpipe into the cat thing. That's right. And that's where we ran into some weird issues with there's still an exhaust leak, so it still has a check engine light. The car is solid. I have driven it from Lancaster, Pennsylvania to Pittsburgh and back at least twice, maybe three times. I can't remember. Yeah. And kind of right when we were ironing things out, when I went to go align it before I put the wheels and tires on that Teddy gave us, I drove it. At that time, I was working about 45 minutes from home, so I drove it there and back without ever neither one of us had really driven it now um i drove it there and back completely fine solid and there might have been a couple other small things that we did to it but yeah i mean i know we did wiper blades like stupid little shit it hadn't been inspected in like three years till we yeah. touched it and pennsylvania like you're supposed to get things inspected and do emissions and whatever well yeah. emissions is like based on whatever county you live in some counties yeah. don't have it but the car is a solid little car. I've driven it to and from Pittsburgh multiple times. It is great. I think it would have made it the whole 6,000-mile road trip. It only Definitely. has 168,000 miles or something, 170, something like that. One of my friends had a Mark IV Golf with the two-slow, the two-point slow, and an automatic in it. He sold it with, like, 370,000 miles on it, and the guy he sold it to, like, five years ago still daily drives it. It probably has half a million miles on it. Those things are ridiculously slow. I might keep it. But, yeah. I honestly, if I can figure out something with the exhaust leak, I'm going to keep it. And you and I have even talked about that before. I mean, uh, that car is just, it's just stupid how reliable it is. Like, it's it's ridiculous. $14 a month to insure. And affordable. I mean, how expensive were parts? Were they really that crazy? We did all of that work. I don't have the receipts and like the, I think I have an Excel spreadsheet one. I think I might have 750 or $800 in parts and that's doing calipers the entire way around. Yep. Valve cover gasket, all the things we already listed. Yeah. It was literally, I think to do the reason I went with full lower control arms instead of just doing the ball joints that it needed Ball joints were like $17 a piece, and the whole lower control arm with the ball joints and everything was like 21 Dude, it's... Like, it's ridiculous yeah. how cheap shit is yeah. for these cars. And with how old they are, it's that's kind of the way it's going to be. Right. I mean, we even run into that a little bit with the E36. Just 
the E36 is cheap. It's it's the okay, the Mark IV is probably the easiest car I've ever worked on. Yeah. And everybody says, oh, Volkswagens are terrible to work on. That car is idiot proof. That is the stupidest, yeah. easiest car I've ever yep. worked on. Yeah. No, it has its weird quirks where like yeah. to get the downpipe in and out, I had to take off a heat shield that goes over the steering rack. And it's like three <laughs> bolts. But if you don't take those three bolts out, it makes your life hell. Like, yeah. it's stupid little shit like that. But yeah. the E36 is also 90s German engineering. It's so easy to work on. Like yeah. I said, I ripped the whole car apart in yeah. three hours yesterday. Yeah. If you tried to do, if you tried to take the engine and the trans out of my 435, how long do you think it would take you? Uh, much longer than three Probably hours. a day and a half. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. The way we do things without a lift and with just oh, it it'd be easily. it'd be a day and a half, two day process just to get it up out and apart. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the story. We were supposed to take this Jetta on this road trip. A twenty one year old Volkswagen Jetta. Yeah. But now it's just two of us going. Say Nolan, we're just gonna take the R V. Now the R V is a two thousand twenty one Ford. It's a Winnebago Mini Winnie. It's built on a Ford E450 van chassis. E350? Can't remember if it's... I'm still getting over the name. Mini Winnie. Yeah. Yeah. It's either E3... I think it's an E350. Uh, 350 or 450 van chassis. Probably one of them. Uh, What engine? 7.3 gas. Ford's big V8. I want to say probably a 350. I think they generally try and switch over to diesel. I can't remember. Well, here's the deal. It's going great. I drive the Jetta out to Pittsburgh, leave it at Nolan's parents' house. We get in the RV. Drive to Ohio the first night. We left on a Thursday night. Stayed in Ohio. Drove the whole way to Indianapolis on Friday. Got past Indianapolis. I forget where we stayed. Stayed somewhere in... I think we might have made it to Illinois. I don't remember. I thought so. I think we stayed... Yeah, we stayed in Illinois... Went from Illinois, stayed in Kansas City, Missouri, at a hotel. We had hotels, like, along the way. And then we went from Kansas City. Missouri is beautiful, by the way. Missouri, I had never... Really? Beautiful. You don't hear crap about that. Exactly. Yeah. I forget Missouri exists, right? Exactly. Except for, like, football or, like, big things in the news. Like, weird things. Missouri, like the Ozarks, gorgeous. Uh, is that what they are? Gorgeous. <laughs> Super weird, but like, yeah. I've never driven through Missouri. I had never been there nope, before. never even thought to. Only time I had ever been to Colorado, I had a layover in Denver okay. on my way to Oregon when I went out to see Joe for yeah. Gambler yeah. 500 the other year. And I flew into Denver at sunset, so it was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. But I didn't leave the airport. Right. I got coffee and got it's on another plane yeah. and left. So, I got to see a lot of the country that, like, they are literally called the flyover states for no... It's because most people don't stop there. There's a, there's a it, reason they're called the flyover yeah. states. And when people say, oh, I've been to Kansas, they did exactly what Nolan and I did. They're doing 80 miles an hour on 70 west, and they drive straight through. Now, we almost got flipped over by a tornado going west through Kansas. <laughs> I'm driving, we stop for gas, clear as day, go to get back in the door, we got the receipt for the gas, get back in the RV, I close the door, 
dust storm. We can't see shit. RVs rocking back and forth. Nolan's like, you want me to drive? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I had never driven anything that big before. And right. it, it floats on the highway. Oh, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's, Especially it's when it's definitely, not yours. It's, yeah. Yeah, when it's not <laughs> yours and it's a lot of money and brand, and new. brand new. Yeah. It had like 4,000 miles when, when we left. I think his parents took it like two places before we left. They, they bought it in Florida back in like January and drove it home. They flew down and drove it home. And then I think they might have taken it one other place, and that was it. So we're like the test mules on this, for the most part. So we get out of Kansas, and we were staying in Colorado, like just over the Colorado line. I don't know, in my head, I was like, we're gonna, like, fuck Kansas, get us the hell out of here, because we almost got, we literally almost got blown over on the highway, leaving Kansas. And... (laughs) A 2021 Mini Winnie maxes out at 86 miles an hour, for those of you at home who may have been curious, because we were trying to outdrive this tornado. Yeah. 86 miles an hour, max. Which is not going to do it. No. (laughs) So, I don't know. I guess in my mind, I was like, well, we're going to hit the Kansas-Colorado state line, and it's just going to be gorgeous with mountains and, like, it's not going to be, no. Eastern Colorado is flat as fuck, just like Kansas. (laughs) Like... (laughs) It didn't matter that there was a state line there. Tornadoes don't give a fuck about borders. Who would have thought, right? So, we're still driving. I'm like, fuck this. It is so, so flat. So, it's still windy as shit. We're like, fuck it. We are never going back to Kansas. Well, we jinxed ourselves right there. We are never going back to Kansas, right? So, we stop at this um, small campground. It was sick, like... The whole town might have had, like, it was very, okay, if you've ever played, Booker and I aren't real big video game guys at all, but if you've ever played Grand Theft Auto Five, oh yeah, Sandy Shores, like, the trailer <laughs> park, no, like, no bullshit, this whole town had big Sandy Shores vibes, like, Trevor's running around, there's, I wish I would have filmed in this town, there's, like, Old ass tow truck, like yeah. it was. I can't even describe. Dude's like go, around on four wheelers. That's exactly what it yeah. was. There's people riding around on four wheelers. There's like, I don't know. I forget what the town was even called. Cybert, Colorado. It was Cybert, Colorado. <laughs> it was so cool though. Like it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like shady. It was just right. just small town. Like yeah. I'm from a small town, and this was like no. There might be like. A hundred people that live here. Right. No, it was probably a couple hundred people that lived there, but like, yeah, damn, small. <laughs> so we get up and leave Cyber, Colorado, and I think the next place, I think we were staying Aspen. I think our hotel was in Aspen. Okay. So we're still going west. We go through Denver. We stop. So we stop in Denver. I texted my friend Brandon, who used to live next door to me in Pittsburgh. He lives in Denver now, so oh, really? we were like trying to get lunch, and he got a new puppy, so I wanted to. Yeah. timing didn't work out with things he was doing so I'm like sorry dude we got to keep driving so we get west of denver and we're going through the mountains gorgeous snowing a little bit yeah. things still driving fine and uh we are 170 we're going through copper mountain well we're stopping for lunch we found a barbecue place on google we're going to stop for lunch so we come down the hill, and Nolan, I'd say hill, we come down the mountain, 
Nolan gets over, he thought it was the exit. It's a chaining station. Like, out there in the mountains, there's chaining stations for trucks. You have right. to pull over. If there's certain lights flashing and whatever, you have to pull over and put chains on your trucks. If it's Now, this is late April, early May. I can't remember. I think it was... Yeah. We've, we left late April. I think it was early May by this point. Yeah. And we pull over and we think, oh, this is the exit. But it wasn't. So we stop. Well, we didn't stop. Nolan goes to pull back out and he goes, huh. I don't have power steering. So he stops again. We get out. And Nolan pops the hood and there's power steering fluid everywhere. Like the pink, <laughs> purple yeah. shit. Dextron. Everywhere. Nolan works on Fords for a living. <laughs> so Nolan goes, fuck. So we go to pull back out. Because the exit's like a mile up the road. Yeah. So he gets back on 70. We go to get off the exit, and he hits the brakes on the exit ramp. He goes, we don't have brakes. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> we don't have brakes. We don't have power steering. Ford, bless their hearts. Now, for any of you that have spent any amount of time down south, you know that bless their hearts means they are so fucking stupid. <laughs> um, bless their hearts. They think it's 1982, so they are still boosting their brakes off of the, it's a hydro boost. Mm -hmm. They boost it off of the power steering system. Hmm, that's good. So that's when you safe. when you lose one, you lose both. Why not? Now everybody, everybody that tore me to shreds on social media for me bitching and trying to get Ford's attention is like, oh, well, shit happens. No, 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 no. Shit happens. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's like the E36. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens, yeah, when you have a 20-something, uh, not even 20-something, when you have a vehicle with more than 5,000 miles on it. How about that? That's fair. Um, 2021, now a Mini Winnie, I don't, I don't want to put anybody's business out there. I don't know what they paid for it. I really don't. Sticker on a Mini Winnie, 2021, it's like 115 grand. So let's just call it what it is, 120 grand. Yeah. That bitch better work for more than 5,000 miles. That's, that's how I see it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the prick. Maybe I'm entitled and fucking spoiled. I don't know. You would I'm, expect. I'm not, at this point, I'm over it. I'm not blaming Ford. I'm not blaming blaming Winnebago. None of that shit. Um, yeah, so we're in Copper Mountain, Colorado. Now, those of you not familiar, Pennsylvania's, I don't know what our elevation is here. It's not that high above sea level. Um, there's points that are higher, obviously, yeah. but... We're not that far above fucking sea level. Yeah. Copper Mountain, Colorado is about, I don't know, 1,400, 1,500 miles from where I live. About 9,000 feet, 9,500 feet. Yeah. So you're way the fuck up there. You don't have brakes or power steering. Now, it turns out Ford actually, I don't think it's a recall, but they redesigned the fucking system with the lines and the fittings they? and How shit. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's a one-piece assembly now. Nolan felt the need to call me and let me know that while I was in North <laughs> Carolina. He's like, yo, you're never going to guess this. I'm like, they did it as a recall. He's like, no, but they redesigned the part and they sent us six of them. <laughs> Nolan, like, specifically works on the shit that went wrong with this. Yeah. So, like, that's why he knew it was wrong. So, yeah. long story short, get AAA to tell us back like 13 miles in the opposite direction well 13 miles in the mountains is like half an hour yeah if not more 
um, Summit Ford in Silverthorne, Colorado. Shout out Summit Ford. They did everything they could to uh, get us back on the road as quickly as possible. They thought it was a fitting. Like they tried to retighten the fitting that was on it. Didn't work. Tried to order the fitting. Got that the next day. That fitting wasn't the issue. It ended up being the entire line. So they emergency ordered that. This happened on Monday, I think. We left on Thursday. This happened on like Monday. We were stuck there till Friday. We got the RV back at like noon, 12.30 on <laughs> Friday. Which is like 3.30 here. Cause yeah. 2.30 here. Well, I think it's two hours different. I don't remember. Well, meanwhile, like... That's your only mode of transportation. So what are you doing at that point? We were sitting in a hotel. We were going to, we should have, looking back, Nolan and I agreed on this. Um, his mom gave us every opportunity to rent a car. Like, yeah, she was going to make all the arrangements and everything, and yeah. we would have been good. Us being stubborn, we're like, no, fuck it. Like, there's nothing for us to do within, like, driving distance of this we're silverthorne is like right between vale and breckenridge we could have found shit to do for right. sure i'm a very anxious person when things don't go my way so being 15 1600 miles from home whatever it is yeah now i feel stuck and booker knows how i am oh, i yeah. don't like to do the same thing for multiple days straight yeah. like that's why we're in the fields we're in. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't done, like, a true vacation. I can't remember the last time I went on a true vacation. Like, when true I go... vacation meaning, like, go meaning, to the beach. Meaning, or... like, I just sit on my ass and relax. Fair enough. Like, I try to find things to film or, like, when we go to Tale of the Dragon, we go out just specifically to beat the shit out of the cars like yeah stupid shit like that and like tale of the dragons relaxing i love north carolina so i will go sit at the airbnb and just chill yeah. smoke cigars hang out drink some lacroix yeah I, I don't drink so i drink a lot of sparkling water because as i was trying to quit drinking um white claws were coming out so this is like a virgin white claw basically Every, no, no bullshit everybody's like why do you drink so much sparkling water i'm like because i was trying to quit drinking as hard seltzers were hitting the market and i love sparkling water yeah so you know damn well i would have sat there and drank an entire case of fucking Lacroix. Mm. so we just or not Lacroix. Mm. uh yeah white, white claw. claw i've never had a white claw like because i knew it was gonna yeah. be dangerous yeah so i just fuck it, we're going to substitute what I want to be drinking with <laughs> what I can drink. Yeah. And I mean, I quit drinking because of anxiety. And it... Yeah. I'm a... I, if shit doesn't go my way and I have to sit in a hotel for a week against my will, yeah, I'm... I'm I had multiple... to go nuts. I had multiple anxiety attacks. I feel so bad for no... And I apologize to him on the way home. Like, yeah. I'm sorry I've acted like an asshole the last four or five days because I did. Like, there were... I was flipping the fuck out. I was pissed at Ford. I was pissed at... Yeah. And again, it goes back to me saying, don't take it out on other people's customer service people. Yeah, yeah that it's, yeah. it's the truth. Like, I was irrationally pissed at people who's they can't fucking control it like i'm glad they changed the design of whatever they did but like right. what the fuck i was yeah. pissed at the time right but yeah so we get the rv back like 12 30 on friday we hightailed it straight back east now we stopped right in we, kansas 
No, we had no. we had we had to drive through Kansas, and as soon as we hit the Kansas line, Nolan and I are like, "Fuck!" We said we were never driving back through Kansas, but no, we stopped at Mike Yeager's Corvette Museum in yeah. Effingham, Illinois, okay. on the way out there. Well, he's got a bunch of shit that Bowling Green doesn't even have in the actual Corvette Museum. He's he got- has a 2005 C6 Z06. Now, that wasn't a production model till 06. He has the car that they ran the Nürburgring lap with. It's for sale. Really? Probably ain't cheap, but it's for yeah. sale. He's got a C5 Alpha and Beta production or pre-production test mules. Okay. From what I understand, there has been Alphas and Betas of every generation of Corvette, and they've all been destroyed. I think there were seven Alphas and seven Betas of the C5 generation. He has the only... They destroyed the other six of each. Yeah. They've destroyed the C1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, and now I guess 8. Yeah. From what I understand, the Alpha and Beta that he has are the only ones in existence of any generation. Wow. One of them, I forget which one it was, the Alpha and the Beta... I. Without looking at the pictures, I can't remember. One of them's more stripped down, and then one of them's more like final finish okay. test mule. One of them was one loan to another museum, so he didn't have both of them there at the time. He has a pre-production C4ZR1 that Lotus had at one point, hmm. and they destroyed it. When they were done using it for like research and development of yeah. whatever Lotus was building at the time, yeah. they destroyed it. And left it in a field. And Mike, somebody got a hold of Mike Yeager and his son. And they went over and rescued this car from England, some field somewhere. And they rebuilt it. <laughs> That's cool. It's restored. Yeah. Um, Mike Yeager, Mike Yeager owns Mid-America Motorworks. They do all sorts of Corvette parts. And then they have, they do a lot of air-cooled Volkswagen stuff too. They have, I think that was under a separate name. I can't remember. They were basically Summit Racing before Summit Racing was a thing, from what I understand. Oh, He's, really? Okay. They had a huge... It was a big, thick catalog. I'm sure you can still get a catalog, but now everything's online. So they mm-hmm. had a... When it was catalog, when everything was catalog-based, they had a big call center. So they had a big corporate office and everything on the same campus. He had just told us that he had sold off that building, I think. Yeah, we ended up running into Mike while we were there. They had... Okay, so I have a Mark IV. Everybody puts saw blades or the salad shooters whatever the c4 wheels on them he had a set for sale in like his gift shop yeah i was like yo give me a price on them well i didn't realize they were gonna call the owner of this museum (laughs) and the owner of mid-america so they call mike and mike shows up and he's like oh yeah um well do you know what they are i mean they're c4 wheels he's like no but those are bigger i think they were 18s and i don't think anything had ever come Yeah, they were pre-production. They were from the ZR1. Wow. He's like, they're the only set that... They were probably the only set that's still in existence. Right. But they're for sale in his gift shop if he hasn't sold them by now. (laughs) But where I'm going with this, we stopped there in Effingham, Illinois on our way out. Mm -hmm. And they had this certain picture of an air-cooled 911 with a girl in a bikini standing, holding a surfboard, leaning against the car. It was framed. They wanted, like... 45 bucks for it and i was like yeah i don't need it nolan's like it'd look cool in the office but i was like i'm done spending money on dumb shit right i don't need this poster yeah it's only 45 bucks so then like 
all week. I'm like, man, I should have bought that poster. I should have bought that poster. And it's like an old picture from like the 80s. Yeah. But I'm like, I should have bought that poster. As soon as we turn around, we're coming back across Kansas. I look at Nolan. He goes, we're stopping in Effingham, aren't we? <laughs> Nolan and I could have spent hours. Oh, yeah. And we did spend hours there talking to Mike and just checking everything out. So Nolan's like, we're stopping and getting that poster, aren't we? I'm like, yep. After the week we've had, we're stopping and getting that fucking poster. So we, <laughs> sure as shit, stopped in Effingham and slept at Walmart. We stopped at like 2 in the morning, slept in a Walmart parking lot, got up and drove there like as they opened. We walked back in and Mike's looking at us. He was there. He's looking at us and we're like, we're back. And he's like, weren't you guys supposed to go through like Texas and the South? I'm like, yeah, you want to hear a story? <laughs> and I told him the whole story. I walked back. I pulled that off the wall. I walked up front and paid for it. We got in the truck or the back in the RV and we left. So yes, that picture beside your head is the one that I'm talking about. Yeah, I was looking around for it. Yeah, we're uh, we're waiting for me to buy a 911 and we're ma marry. Like that nah, and, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna marry this girl from, and then I'm going to uh, have her redo that photo shoot yeah yeah there you go what a vibe <laughs> yeah so like n not to bitch too much but like my year didn't go as i planned now i kind of took the year off from filming videos for the most part i filmed a couple here and there trying to make some big kid decisions oh yeah so road well, trip <laughs> we out here tour didn't go so hot but 2021 didn't necessarily go 2022 so i don't think okay <laughs> I have a couple ideas. Yeah, you you give your input on this. I got a All couple right. ideas. Okay. Sam and I left for Tale of the Dragon before a lot of our friends from Pittsburgh. Sam and I, neither of us live in Pittsburgh anymore. We go to Tale of the Dragon with our group of Pittsburgh friends. Yeah. So the last two years, well, I guess Sam still lived in Pittsburgh last year when we left. So I left from here. He and Antonio left from Pittsburgh. We met at a hotel in Tennessee, and then drove the rest of the way the next morning. This year, Sam and I drove from Pencil eastern Pennsylvania, left on Labor Day, probably not the best as far as traffic and um, police activity goes, but we drove from eastern Pennsylvania to Roanoke, Virginia. RJ and Shannon decided they were going to leave from Pittsburgh and meet us at the hotel in Roanoke, Virginia. So we're like, all right, whatever. We get to the hotel at like 8, yeah. They're not going to be there till like 11 or 11.30. So Sam and I are like, what the fuck are we going to do for three and a half hours? I'll tell you what we're going to do for three and a half hours. <laughs> Actually, I thought we were going to find a Hooters because I love Hooters. Chicken wings and titties are what makes America great again. Great again. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they closed the Hooters in Pittsburgh. They closed the Hooters in Towson, Maryland. And they also closed the Hooters in Roanoke, Virginia. What kind of sick fucking joke is this? Well, that's what I said on TikTok. And Hooters got back to me immediately oh. because I, I implied that Hooters was going out of business. And they did oh. not like that. So they oh. got back to me about immediately. Do you have a letter? I don't have a letter from them. Not yet. <laughs> Just the little trees. Yeah, fuck little trees. We're like, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ride lime scooters all around Roanoke, Virginia. Now, for those of you who may live in a rural area or live under a rock, Lime Scooters are basically the ride share service of scooters. This company, Lime, drops off these electric scooters 
kind of in the city, in various cities. First time I ever rode them, Portland, Oregon. It's about the most fun you can do without drugs in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically like riding a bike in a well, I'll tell you, but... I'll tell you this. Right. Let's preface this. Okay. When I was riding these lime scooters in Portland, Oregon, I watched a dude do heroin on a park bench because that's what Portland, Oregon allows you to do because Sanctuary City, a.k.a. shithole. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Portland's cool, but definitely a lot of drug activity. Yeah. So, Roanoke. Sam and I find Lime Scooters. We're riding the Lime Scooters. You download an app on your phone. You okay. connect your credit card to it or whatever. Yeah. And you scan with your camera. You scan the scooter. It turns the scooter on or wakes it up. And you cruise. Right? It's an electric scooter. Yeah. They're cool. Bird Scooters. Same concept. <laughs> Faster. <laughs> no, I have never ridden Bird Scooters before. No, but I can only they, imagine... They went to, okay, so they went to Miami for Sam's bachelor party. I couldn't go because I couldn't get off work because it was, like, right after the We Out Here tour went to yeah. shit. Our so, friend Reed lives in Delray Beach, which isn't that far from Miami. They have these fucking scooters everywhere. Reed works for an IndyCar team. He travels the country all year long. He and his other degenerate IndyCar buddies find these scooters in every city possible. It's, it's basically our entire friend group. We just, it's the horsepower and pizza group. If you've ever run into one of us, you've run into all of us. Because we kind of travel yeah. as a group. There's like 20 of us at this point. It's great. I guess, how many members do you need to have to be considered a cult? Because that's basically what it is. Yeah, you have it. <laughs> I, I have that. Um, you get that on these big jobs. You will get that <laughs> on these jobs of reasonable size. Um, so Sam and I ride... Lime scooters, until we found they had bird scooters, too. So I downloaded the bird app with, like, one bar of service. So I think it took me 20 minutes to download the fucking app. So, download this. And there is nobody downtown in Roanoke. It is Labor Day. There is one cop parked in this parking lot. He's just watching us do laps of the city. Now, the bird scooters are fast as fuck. Honestly, okay, so, so where we're going with this is ideas for tour next year. Do we just go to cities that have bird scooters, like lime scooters and bird scooters? I'll try to work something out, like a partnership with one of these ride share or scooter share companies, because that would be tight. Just that would be cool. Ride different scooters in different cities, or okay. I have another idea that finish your no, idea. Let, let, really okay, that, idea that's that. my first idea. Okay. Let's hear yours before I give you my second one. So I think it would be fun. <clears throat> so back in college, um, every now and then I was part of the motorsports club. So. Constantly, our house that we stayed at was all full of motorsports guys. I was part and of the motorsports club, too, until they kicked me out of the Facebook page because they realized that I did not go to his yes, school. Yes, But people would come over in between classes, on the weekends, whatever, and we would sit there and we would all drive the same car around the same track in Forza. And we would try and get the see who had the fastest lap time. We, just, we did the same thing when my PlayStation 4 was at Chance's house in Pittsburgh when I still lived there, but we did it with Gran Turismo. Right. So I think what you should do for the year of 2021, start in the... 2022. I'm sorry, yes, 2022. What you should do is you should go to a city, figure out kind of generally where your population is located, most of your fans, pick a city in that area. It's literally Pittsburgh. Okay. (laughs) Go to Pittsburgh, and you set a course... I'm sure you can do it with Garmin, your Google Maps, whatever you use. You should set a course, and you should get two tries, three tries on this bird scooter or lime scooter, whatever you choose, and you should set a lap time. 
and then you should encourage your friends, your followers, everything like that to go and see who can get the best lap time throughout the year. We're going to do that. We're not going to do that as tour, but we're going to no, do no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Not, not on tour, but just an, a, a, <clears throat> kind of... I like that. Something that goes on here's, throughout the here's year. Here's how new this is as a concept to Pittsburgh. They did not have them when I left the city. Now they, they have them. Okay, they do. Okay. Yes. I have not ridden them. and I, I consider Pittsburgh home. When I say I'm going home for the weekend, yeah, I'm Pittsburgh. going to Pittsburgh, which is hilarious because I live in the town that I grew up in, and I don't consider this home because don't like it here yeah. so my other option for 2022 you have open invite on everything because we've been close enough for years Dude. instead of doing tour i want to do like a guys week thing and i know i already sent you the snapchat on it because i sent it out to a bunch of my friends yeah. and you said yeah i'm not sure about vacation time plan on getting an airbnb for like a week or like a weekend the week in between and then the following weekend we've got to figure out where yeah i mean i know where i love mooresville north carolina Love it. Like, okay. now that's where all the NASCAR teams and shit are based. Okay. Like, right north of Charlotte on Lake Norman, mm -hmm. you can get a banger of a house <laughs> on Airbnb <laughs> right on the lake yeah. for not that much money. Okay. Mooresville's sick as fuck. GoPro actually has a facility there, like, a karting facility. Like, me and no the boys karting. love karting. Like, okay. if you know Twitter, there's a meme account called Caucasian James. He. <laughs> Yes, okay. it, it's a meme. Okay. He said something the other week about how go-karting should be free for people in their mid-20s. <laughs> if he was running for president on that promise alone, I would vote for him. <laughs> Swear to God. I love go-karting more than life itself. Yes, yes. Went to Pittsburgh like a month and a half ago for RJ's bachelor party. Shout out RJ and Shannon. They got married last weekend. It was fucking awesome. But when we went to Pittsburgh for RJ's bachelor party, we went karting. Fucking yeah. love karting. Oh, dude, like, it's great. Love, love karting. It. So, GoPro has their own facility in Mooresville, North Carolina. And I was talking, like, here's how TikTok algorithm works. Just like anything else, you talk, and then it shows you shit. It's like Facebook ads. Like, you say you're yeah. going to buy something, and yeah. then it shows you ads for it. Yeah. TikTok, I'm like, yo, here's what we're going to do. Instead of going on a tour, we're going to rent a big-ass Airbnb. It's going to be me. And it's guys week. Yep. I, I don't want anybody's fucking girlfriends, fiancés, wives. Fuck them. I love them all to death, but no, you're not invited. This is my... It's selfish, This huh? is my thing. Yeah, well, I'm single as fuck, so, like, I do what I... I, I want to do, like... Guy stuff. Guy right? stuff. We're yeah. doing guys week. Fire. Yeah, we're yeah. playing with fire. We're fucking yeah. shooting fireworks at each other in the parking lot. We're yeah. shitting with the door open, going on riverboat gambling trips. Hell like, yeah. We've Shit literally like never that. done any We've of that. We've literally never done any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that. I, I understood. <laughs> you get that on these not-so-large big jobs. It's, yep. a, it's a moderate-sized moderate job at this job. point. Yep. Yep. But <laughs> I want nothing more than to go to Mooresville, do stupid shit on the lake, go karting, yep. uh, Mooresville shit. I want to be Mooresville's problem child for at least a president week. President of the HOA. I am right? the president of the HOA, but I want to be Mooresville's problem child for at least a week every year of my life until I end up moving to Mooresville and being Mooresville's problem child until Mooresville gets sick of me and then I inevitably leave. And I, then I just move to a suburb because it's easier to... I don't know. I love North Carolina with everything in me. Hit me up if you're trying to go on a guy's trip to Mooresville, <laughs> North Carolina. I... I mean, it's going to be the, the yeah. typical RJ Chance, Blair, me, Sam, 
you. And it's that's why I want to do it for like a full week or like yeah. nine days, whatever, because I want it to be if you can't make it for the whole week, bro, if you can come down for a thir- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, or like yeah. just a couple days, like Mooresville's not that far. Like everybody's like, oh, you want to move to North Carolina? I'm like, bro, it's not that fucking far well, and, from and, here. And from here, at least growing up, like people will go to like the Outer Banks and right. stuff all the time. And Outer Banks is further yet because that's further yeah. east. Myrtle yeah. Beach is South Carolina, but you... Yeah. But it's not, here, relatively okay. speaking, it's not oh, that far. Here's how close... North Carolina is Charlotte is considered Southern North Carolina because Charlotte is not that far from the South Carolina border. When okay. Matt was living in Charlotte and I'd go down to golf with him, I could drive from Pittsburgh to Charlotte in the 435, not have to stop. I would get gas by my house and drive south. Okay, not, how long? It's like six, six and a half hours. Okay, it's like all but 400 from pittsburgh it's like 400 miles i think from here it's like 415 420 nice yeah Uh, i fucking love charlotte i love mooresville like that whole surrounding area there's so many good golf courses if you like to golf i don't know if we're doing a guy's trip i don't think anybody in our friend group really golfs other than me and matt enjoy it it does not enjoy me but i'm I'm terrible at golf i just fucking love to do it it's like if give I'm going to give me like three dozen golf balls, I'll have a hell of a round. Bro, that's why I want to have EPA. Like, if you're going to come after me, I'm just joking. But like, that's why I want a lake house. I want to crush balls into the fucking lake. Like Uncle Jordy. Uncle Jordy's going to crush golf balls into the fucking lake. Yeah. He was <laughs> crushing them across the Hudson when he lived back in fucking New York City, okay? I think that'd be fun. You know what's going to happen? It's going to end up being me running a fucking Airbnb for like 12 people, and I'm going to go by myself for a week. But I don't really you're give a fuck. You're going to set all the lap I'll, records but i'm gonna set everything <laughs> up and then everybody's gonna be like oh i don't want to go or oh i'm not going if this person's going i don't play that dramatic bullshit like if you're gonna be that much of a pussy just stay home <laughs> i'm not going because this person was invited well that we don't fucking want either of you there then i don't really care i'm beyond that point my, i don't fucking care <laughs> now i'm just talking shit yes. but yeah i don't know i want to get my drift card on though well that was initially i was like because Drift Piedmont's not that far from there. I guess I can say it on the podcast because we haven't done a video with it yet. I bought a truck. I bought a trailer. Like, I, I have a full-ass rig to do booths and go to the fucking track. Like, yeah. I have everything to do that shit now. So I gotta get the car done so we can do shit like that. <laughs> you got room for the car and the sketchy car. Because otherwise, yeah, well, I want to take the sketchy car to tail the dragon. That'd be cool. No bullshit. I'm gonna ride that bitch on the dragon. Just because I want photos from Killboy of me going fucking mock Jesus on a little two-stroke power <laughs> wheels. <laughs> Everybody's like, well, what if you get pulled over? I'm like, dude, somebody drove a fucking bathtub on Tail of the Dragon. You think I'm scared? I'm more worried about getting, like, halfway down and running out of gas. Yeah, really. <laughs> you got any big thoughts or plans or ideas or anything cool? Big thoughts, plans, or ideas. Anything cool you want to say? Your, your truck's got a new spoolie boy in it. It has a new spoolie boy and a new front drive shaft, so mm. we're ready for all activities of Bailey getting stuck somewhere. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy at all. We kind of made, <coughs> last year for me, it's been just like nonstop, and would not recommend trying to buy a house and plan a wedding and all that crap in a very short amount of time. No, don't worry, I don't plan on stressful. doing any of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't do it all at once, because it's very stressful, but it somehow ended up working out, and here we are. Yeah, so this year, I think, uh, just more or less trying to take a little bit slower, make more time to 
spend with those around me and I don't know, kind of do what you're doing. Focus on me in the future in a sense. It's a lot of fun. It's really rewarding because it's like you just kind of take a step back and don't focus on, I don't know, I'm really bad with it because like I can really disassociate really easily where like I focus so hard on something that like some of my friendships and shit start to suffer because of it because I I definitely like I mean you and I have even talked about that I'm horrible for those of you that don't know which is basically all of you except for Bailey Um, I'm horrible at responding to the phone Uh, not necessarily calls but like texts oh i'm all I, like i'm bad though because everybody knows that my phone is in my hand 90 percent of the time but and like, they're like i'll stand there and watch it ring because yeah, i like, hate talking on the phone yeah but how many times do you look at your phone two weeks later and you're like oh shit bailey texted me and i never responded did i think of a response yeah did i like make the effort to you know put some thought into it yeah it was a good message it just never got into my phone and sent to you. <laughs> yeah. So like you'll have that on these no. big jobs. I don't know. It's it is what it is though. Like I I know that you're not ignoring me, but like some no. of the amount of texts that I've gotten this year where it's like, We need to talk. Do you have a problem with me? And I'm like, I mean, we're grown as fuck. <laughs> if you think because I forgot to text you back that I have a problem with you, yeah, no. you've got bigger fucking issues to deal mm-hmm. with because we are doing real life things. I am no like <laughs> no, as I, fucked I, as I, it sounds for me to put it that bluntly. No, but yeah, I'm the I'm not fucking 15, 16 years old anymore. No. I'm not out here ignoring you on purpose. Right. Like if I read your text at fucking four thirty in the morning, whenever I get I get up at work for four forty five, five a.m. Depending on how many times I fucking snooze my alarm. <laughs> if I read your text as yeah. soon as I and I'm trying to be real good, I'm. I don't have a mental coach. If y'all are a mental coach, hit me up because I need one of them. Um, But I've been doing a lot with like this whole like last year and a half, two years has been like a whole fucking spiritual journey. But been trying to like stay off my phone a lot more and meditate and actually like set intentions to my when I wake up I'm like I'm accomplishing this today so I have a plan when I start to attack my day and a lot of it is mostly a mental game but the biggest thing is the first fucking thing you do in the morning I don't I don't know how you what alarm you use my alarm is my phone yeah so the first thing I touch in the morning when I wake up is my fucking phone So I'm trying to be better about turning my alarm off, go brush my teeth, make my coffee, grab my shit, focus on those activities rather than, than, oh, what did so-and-so post on Instagram and, oh, who texted me? I can get back to that. I can check that shit at 9 a.m. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. I think you and I were talking about this earlier. I didn't used to be that way with my phone. I used to, like, in high school, I'd respond, you know, <clears throat> I'd be on my phone. Not that I was glued to it, but I was better at that. And I think, honestly, and maybe this would help you, I don't know, I wear a watch. When you go to check your time, make sure you're on time in the morning, what do you do? I hit my lock button on my phone and check yeah. my phone. Yeah, exactly. But then you see a notification. So then so you get you... curious. So then you open and you check all that right. stuff. Whereas now, in the morning, like, I wake up, do I look at my phone? Yeah, it's because I'm hitting snooze. Um... <laughs> See, the but issue then, like, with this is the only watch that I currently own is my Apple Watch. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe not that. <laughs> but, like, um, and mine's connected to my phone, too. It gives me notifications. But, like, I set my phone on the counter in the morning. I wake up, go downstairs, shower, do all that stuff, get ready for work. 
my phone sits on the counter until I literally grab my wallet, my keys, my knife, all that stuff, throw it in my pocket, and I'm off to work. I don't know. It's it's different for every single person, and I couldn't tell you why. I don't. It sounds so simple, but it really is hard because oh, yeah. now, I mean, I work for a great company. I have horsepower and pizza, which mm-hmm. I run primarily from my phone. Yeah. That website and everything well, gets edited. And, and I don't have to justify it. I run the company. So interconnected for you, right. though. Every, I'm, I use my phone for business purposes, like contacting the people that mm-hmm. I work with and getting answers on things. Like yeah. if I need to call, yeah. I don't have to. I don't have a lot of times that I need to call clients or, but I have that capability if I need to ask one of our clients names, Kevin, if I have to call Kevin and ask him a question, I'll just do it from my phone. Cause right. he has my number. I have his whatever. Yeah. So I have my phone on me all the time. Horsepower pizza is run primarily from my phone, which that goes and comes and goes in waves depending on yeah, everything in life is directly proportionate to what you put into it. Yeah. So if I'm going hard with videos and content and posts and everything, and Pizza Boy Metalworks, and, well, yes, and now Pizza Boy Metalworks is like I kind of alluded to earlier in the in the uh, podcast. I own another business now. We're in a startup phase. I'll talk more on that. I'm going to be filming the whole process because it is, while it is a separate business, it is directly an extension of. Horsepower and pizza. Not, Not because it's completely related, but because the door has been opened to Pizza Boy Metalworks mm-hmm. directly through Horsepower and Pizza. Yeah. Um, just the connections I've made and the people who yeah. have helped me make things happen. Yeah. I, I would never have had those opportunities without having first started horsepower and pizza and not to get you talking about that because that's for another time but that gives you another reason to be on your phone or to have your phone and to stay up with it is all of that right Uh, that will come with time and growth there will be a separate phone line and separate yeah so uh, then i'm gonna have two phones and then my problems are gonna get twice as bad but but (laughs) you're you're interconnecting what four things you're connecting pizza boy two businesses and personal life pizza personal life and your actual physical day-to-day nine-to-five work. Right. So, like, you have all of that intertwined into one. It's very easy to get. It's it's very easy to get. And also, lost I found this when I was in school mostly is when you're that stressed out and you have so much going on. Sometimes you just want to melt your mind with just scrolling. Yep. Reading, doing like just. You, you say reading. You say reading. I'm actually trying to be better and better. I I love to read books. Uh, that that probably everybody everybody if you have made it this far in the podcast 90 percent of you are laughing your fucking asses off right now because you know damn well that like my favorite book is like green eggs and ham or some dumb shit like that because you know how my mind works but i love to fuck like stupid shit like autobiographies i can't wait for kyle rittenhouse to write himself a fucking autobiography because that is going to be the best-selling book for years to come what's really crappy is i enjoy reading i want to read more but to get myself to actually like calm down not calm down but like i'm one of those people that i don't know if i'd consider it hyperactive but i always got to be doing something so like at home if i'm doing chores if i'm folding laundry I usually have YouTube or something going on in the background. It's definitely a hyperactive tendency. So for me to sit down, even if it's like you get in bed and before you go to sleep, you read. Like, dude, I'd rather sit there and just mind-numbingly watch something till I am ready to go to sleep and go to bed. 
I don't know why, because yeah, I've tried to do, do that. You, do you know what that does to your mind before you go to bed? If yeah. you watch something versus yeah. reading? Yeah, it, it screws you, it all up. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, I you know. You need that lag time between, like, I, and I, I've been yeah, trying it, to get better with that, too. I'm like, horrible. put my phone down, horrible. chill for an hour, and then pass the It's a little out. better now that I'm married because it kind of bothers her because then there's a screen there and it keeps her awake. But she loves reading. When I'm at the beach, I can read a book or two throughout the week. It's fine. Still got to do something. Well, that's, that's when but, I have the most time to, like, yeah. they thought it was, when we went to North Carolina, Shannon worked, like, most of the time she was still and she yeah. works remote so it yeah. wasn't bad so right. like she can work from the airbnb right. but like everybody else would go out and do shit and rj would be on a call or something in the other room she'd be on a call in the kitchen and i'm like fuck this i'm gonna go sit on the balcony and read and yeah. they're like you came down here to drive your car i'm like i put i forget how i think i put two thousand miles on it this year yeah. round trip mm-hmm. i drove plenty while we were down there yeah if i got downtime i'm gonna sit here Drink half a pot of coffee, which yep. is probably not great for my fucking <laughs> hyperactivity and yeah, everything else. But, but dude, reading half a pot of coffee and half of a good book. There's... My mom got me a book called "Works Well with Others," and I don't know what she was trying to tell yeah. me with that. But uh, <laughs> that's the book that I read. It's yeah. great. There's a really good book that um, what is that his name? Dave Goggins. I've heard oh, wonderful yeah. things about his book. I'd love to read that. He's the ex seal, right? Yeah. Um, I've heard nothing but great things about his. Um, I like reading like the self help books. That's self help and autobiographies yeah. are like what I read most of. But I don't want to like solely rely on that. I I love Navy SEAL books. Couldn't tell you why, but like in high school, I'd be sitting in math class, freaking reading. I had it was such a good book. Uh, SEAL Team Six, I think, was literally the name of the book. So good. Damn few. Another one written by Navy SEALs. So good. That's Seal just, Team Six was a big deal when we were in high school because that's like when that's that's, that's also who, when American Sniper the book came out, right. not the movie. Because right. when the movie came out, I was like, oh, I did actually read the this movie book. Came out, which the book is a one we great read. Um, a lot of it is covered in the movie. The, Obviously, the book his was good. I his, read the his book. death and everything like that was not in the book, but yeah, such a such a. There's so many good books out there that I really want to read. Right. It's and and I've heard some people like the audiobooks, but I feel like there's something about actually physically reading the book that you can just get lost in. Let me ask you this, because this is something that I just started doing recently. Yeah. What do you uh, listen to when you're in the car? Like, yeah. So well, you don't have a long commute like you used but to. But when I did, when you did, yeah. What um, do you listen to? Generally, I it kind of switches. Um, I generally listen to music. And then I get tired of listening to music, listen to a podcast, or vice versa. Okay, that's um, that's where I was going with that. I had when I lived in Pittsburgh, I had a longer commute than I do now. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I can count more times than not where work would kick my ass mm-hmm. and I would literally not listen to anything. Yes. on the way home. There were tons of times. There's, there's tons of times where commute. I need yep. that time to decompress. I love Dude. to drive. Yeah, but forty-four e- minutes. Even, four, four even minutes if back. it's silence. Even if it's a forty-minute commute. Where it's part of your routine. If work kicked your ass out that you don't want to listen to anything. Oh, no. You just want to decompress yeah. and not think about anything. So I've definitely been there. Yeah. But, but even... it's no secret that I spend a lot of time on the road. Mm-hmm. Like either between here in Pittsburgh or here and yeah. going down south or wherever I'm going. Because I'm very rarely home. Yeah. On weekends anyway. Anymore. Um, 
I just started doing, I love music. Like I said, I love listening to music. I go through spurts where I listen to nothing but country. And like, I love Sam Hunt's music, which sounds so stupid. Cause like people are like, that's not country. That's pop music. I don't care. Whatever I, it is, it's, it, yeah. it hits. <laughs> yeah. I like Sam Hunt. I like Morgan Wallen. I like I've uh, Cody Johnson. Cody, I've been listening oh, yeah. to a lot of Cody Johnson. Um, I've been Cone. listening to a lot of smaller like up and coming acts. Gracie York. I follow Gracie on Twitter. Beautiful girl. Beautiful voice. As soon as Adele's new song came out, she covered Adele's song. She she loves Adele. Dude. I don't know Gracie. I have friends that know Gracie. Yeah. I personally have never met her. I'd love to see her before she's a huge act because I'm yeah. telling you she's gonna be a huge name. Yeah. I'm telling you right now her cover of Adele's Easy on Me or whatever that song is yeah. called, she's better than Adele. She's a huge Adele fan, based on what I see on Twitter. Yeah. She's better than, like, dude, that dude. song fits Gracie's voice so much better than it fits Adele's. Yeah. Dude, Personal opinion? I love covers. I literally have a playlist solely devoted to covers. I grew up listening to, like, punk music. Like, the... You and I listen to dude, Fame on Fire a yes, lot. Yes, yes. Because it's like, Pop Goes Punk. Yeah, was, basically. Was a huge basically. deal when And we even were some of those up. songs from those older albums, they're awesome. But I love listening... And even, I think, uh, Morgan Wallen's newest album, I think he has a cover, uh, Cover Me Up. That's not originally his. But I love... Really? Yeah. It's original by someone else. I don't know that I knew that. And uh, my barber had me listen to Post Malone singing country music. I love listening to... Post Malone is so fucking talented. Yes. Like, not to cut you off. No, no. John Kilmer, that I had on the podcast last year, is best friends with Mike Seander, who used to be Mike Studd, now his, his... Stage stage name sounds weird because he's not a porn star or like an adult film star. Um, his, his, do it too. Books. His, you know. <laughs> Mike. It, it is Mike. Period. Mike. He put out a banger album, and there's yeah. two more albums on the way. Kilmer is best friends with Mike. He's been he's business partners with him. Um, does his music videos and all yeah. that. Kilmer was on the podcast last year because I hit him up on Twitter. He said, he put something out about, yo, I'm willing to come on any fans podcast. I was like, yo, bet, hit me up. Yeah. And he's like, all right, awesome. So like much like the first half of this one, I talked more than Kilmer did, which yeah. like looking back, I, I bet I could get him on again. If I message him, he's a lot busier now than he, he was sitting in they lived in la he was sitting in the house because of covid and he was like yo i'm willing to help out fans right if i had him back on i'd have a better conversation with him like looking back right but mike is really good friends with post malone okay so kilmer is also pretty good friends with post post is so fucking talented dude it's he's our age well yeah he's so fucking talented i had my wife listen to that the his covers she goes if you were to turn off the music the, the instruments and you were to just listen to his voice, would he sound country? No, no. Absolutely not. But the fact that his voice sounds so good and he can pull it off so well. Did you listen it's to just him incredible. covering Brad Paisley? Yes. Yeah. Brad Paisley and I forget the other song. Brad um, Paisley's so fucking good too. Yeah. It's but and the shit that man does with a guitar puts like I've se- I've seen Brad Paisley live. Really? I've seen him live. He is phenomenal with a guitar. And, it's and amazing how many of these like artists, because I've seen Zach Brown band, good lord, six times. And they they are phenomenal instrumentalists in general. But it's interesting to see like how they like they play covers at live shows. Brad Paisley did it. Zach Brownman's known for doing it. Uh, what's cool about Zach Brownman is they do their band introductions because okay, everyone knows Zach Brown, but how many of them know every one of their His instrumentalists? Sax player. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
so what they do is what they did this past time I had seen them perform is when they did their band introductions, each person picked a song that they wanted to play. Oh, so their one tight. guitarist always picks a Metallica song. But like they each got to go around. They were playing freaking uh, Billy Joel and like <laughs> tons of different cool songs that you would probably never expect and they sound great. There's so many artists out there that are phenomenal and I like hearing covers just because it's it's fun to see like, okay, I know the original. Let's see who's who do I think is better. Fun fact, Booker missed my 21st birthday party because he was at a Zach Brown band concert. That may or may not be true. <laughs> no, I wanted to see... I think Ron and I had tickets at one point to they, they come literally to Hershey every single time. <clears throat> I know, but we had tickets for him and Dave Matthews' band. This was probably... I've heard Dave Matthews. I've seen phenomenal. Dave Matthews live three times. Good? Great. Phenomenal. Dave Matthews, I would go see live... Any, if anybody ever hit me up and was like, yo, I have an extra ticket, I'd go. That's literally how I saw him the first time. And then the couple times after that, it was, hey, we're buying tickets. Do you want to go again? And I'm like, yeah. hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Dave's great. I just have an appreciation for music. But back to what I was saying was with spending all the time on the road that I do, I love music, but I listen to music all day, every day at work. Yep. When I worked in Pittsburgh, yeah. I was allowed to wear headphones. I was allowed to wear one earbud. Well, I'd wear over-the-ear... Ear protection. Ear protection. I would take both <laughs> earbuds and stick them up in one side. Because yeah. sometimes you get right. that, like... Back and it forth. Only, yeah, yeah, it comes back and forth in either earbud. So I'd stick them both up in one... I would listen to podcasts all day long. Joe Rogan, or I really like Matt Farah, The Smoking Tire. Yep, yep. Um, um, I got into... Uh, Donut Media has a really good one. Uh, Past Gas is what it's called. Okay. It's a hit, car history. Um, I would listen to podcasts all day. And yeah. no, I'm not a huge like diehard Rogan fan. Like, yeah. I'd I'd scroll through his list yeah. and I'd find and somebody that, that I wanted. You. Dale yeah. Earnhardt Jr., yeah. Elon Musk, Joey, Joey Diaz. We introduced Booker to Joey Diaz oh, today. Sam and I. Joey um, Diaz is a fucking menace to society. Yeah, um, that was disturbing. But I've actually I've heard wonderful things about Ed Milet. Ed he, is great. Um, I listened to his Dave Goggins podcast and that was really good. Um, you screenshot that and sent it to yeah. me after we hung out last time. You said, I think you would really benefit from yeah. listening to this. I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, but no, it's, it's very interesting. Um, and that was like the last six months to a year that I worked in Pittsburgh. I was listening to podcasts every fucking day. Yeah. To the point where I felt like I was learning so much yeah. just listening yep. to that. And I don't know why I kind of branched off. Well, I know why I branched off from it because I don't wear headphones at work now. So I don't yeah. listen. Like, I'll put on music. You don't want to sit down and only listen to part of it. I don't. Like, you well, get into it. And I don't want to make. Like, the machine shop where I work, it's just me and Mike. You know how cool Mike is. Mike oh, yeah. will literally come hang out in the garage while yeah. Booker and I work on shit. He'll just shoot he the shit. Helped yeah. me pull apart the drift car yesterday. Yeah. Mike is cool as fuck. I don't want to make Mike listen to six hours of Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we have Spotify set up on his laptop, and we run it through the speakers in the shop. One day we'll put on, like, whatever's on the liked songs playlist, so it's a good mix of everything. Yeah. The next day we'll put on Hot Country, or for a while we were listening to Morgan Wallen Radio or Sam Hunt Radio. If Mike's not there, I'll put my own Spotify on, and then we go anywhere from fucking Gucci Mane to Settle Your Scores to... A day to remember, yeah. and back to fucking Fallout Boy, mm -hmm. and then all over. The we're place. gonna hear fucking Chief Keef, like, <laughs> <clears throat> and it's great. I don't feel like I learn as much. So 
where I was going with all of this right. before this went fucking ADD as hell. The last couple times I've driven back and forth to Pittsburgh, I put on a podcast, which that's only like a three hour drive, four depending on which side of town I'm going to or where I leave from. I'll put on a podcast. And even if it's only an hour and a half podcast or a two hour podcast, even if I only listen to one episode, that's an hour and a half of, while I might not learn something the entire time, it's an hour and a half of content where I feel like you have to listen to a podcast more than you have to listen to music because nine times out of 10, you're just throwing on a playlist where it's shit you've already heard. Maybe you're humming and along, but you're not actually, you're not, you're not consuming anything where You'd probably really like the C-Boys podcast. C-Boys TV came out. It's called Life Wide Open, which okay. is like their tagline on everything. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. It's pretty good. They had Haley Deegan on it a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, they're pretty good friends with Haley. Yeah. They had her. They just had Levi LaValle on. Okay. Um, Red Bull athlete, mm-hmm. snowmobile. They've had their friend David, who works for 509, which is like the snowmobile motocross apparel company. Yeah. They're starting to get guests on there more yeah. regularly. Um, but even the ones where, like, the first couple episodes they put out, they were, like, top of the business charts on Spotify. Really? Yeah. Like, great response. And, like, they're just fun guys to begin with. So yeah. I'd love to get on their podcast at some point as my things continue to grow. Yeah. But and it's, it's, they basically have podcasts for whatever you want to listen to at this point. Yeah. Um, I, I was listening to, there's one, it's kind of hit or miss whether or not you're going to find uh, a good episode, per se. But there's one called the Diesel Podcast. And I was just scrolling through, kind of like you do, just seeing what intrigued me. And they had one interviewing Whistling Diesel, which everyone has their opinions on him. A lot of people do not like him. Understandable. I am kind of... Do I need to watch everything he comes out with? No. <clears throat> Sometimes it's intriguing. No, whatever. I watch his, like, his shit that goes viral. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see what he's up to. Um, I like, I was just telling somebody last week, I was, we were at breakfast, it was me, Chance Antonio, and Chance's girlfriend, Courtney. We were yeah. sitting there talking about Whistling Diesel. He came up. I really like watching his, like, where he starts talking business of, like, yeah. this is why I bought this piece of property. And, yeah. like, he can be a sarcastic prick. Yeah. throughout yeah but overall because i know what i'm listening for i can pick out what i want to know yeah. through there but and it, the, basically i mean you don't get to that level on youtube without either spending a shitload of money just to make videos or being really good at business i mean there's there's definitely yeah. a balance oh, there oh, def- but you don't def- get to that level without having yeah. some marketing know-how and exactly and business well, expertise and what was interesting is like Dude, he is completely normal. Like, I I kid you not, despite he what... He wants to be normal, is the thing. Yeah, and and what's interesting is, if you listen to this podcast, which I highly recommend, the Diesel podcast, scroll down, it'll be a while back, but they interviewed Whistling Diesel, Cody, whatever his last name is. After listening to that podcast, I gained so much respect for him as a person. Like, he goes into explaining why he does what he does, and how he goes about it, to a degree. Right. But everyone's like, oh, why is he such a dickhead, all this stuff. He explains it, and would I have done the same thing? Eh, probably not. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not in his shoes, but it, he explains it, and it's it's really interesting. And there's a lot of different podcasts out there that you get to learn a little bit more about certain people and learn about certain things. Um, yeah. it's Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, so like good. you were saying, there's a podcast for everything Literally at this everything. point yeah um, definitely gotta watch because like uh, i don't mm-hmm. like listening to things where it's just one person no, sitting oh, down yeah, no. giving 
even if they're giving the facts of something, yeah, they're bound to throw in an opinion there somewhere, yeah. and I'm like, I don't want to sit there and listen to you fucking talk to yourself. Yeah, like, and, and that's I can I can sit in my car by myself and talk right. to myself in my head. I don't need to listen to you do it and it, fucking record it. Exactly. Like, or heavy breathing. Like, <laughs> no, but like, uh, that's why I like the Donut Media podcast. There's three dudes that do it. They okay. joke around. They make stupid jokes and all that stuff. They don't get into politics. They don't get into any other that crap. Literally, they're there to just talk about cars, the history of certain aspects of it, and laugh. And right. Sometimes that's all that's needed. We're all on a fucking floating rock in the middle of nowhere anyway, and we're all going <laughs> to die anyway and whatever, but, like, not to be morbid, but I definitely feel more productive if I'm spending three, four hours in the car and I'm listening to something where I learn something. It keeps you engaged, surprisingly. Yeah, it definitely, I, yeah. that's, if I just throw on the same fucking album or the same playlist, yeah. and I drive, yeah. I'm not paying attention to the conversation that's being had, mm-hmm. and I, I hate that, like, people are like, oh, well, listening to podcasts is like, you're sitting there and like, <laughs> like, you're laughing and like, trying to interject, and like, they can't hear you because you're not part of the conversation. I don't view it like that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a fly on the wall. Yeah. And- but... And I've, I've actually found, like, when we first bought the house and we were doing a couple things to it, like, I would just put on a podcast, listen to it. And for me, like, for long drives, like, I got to keep myself entertained somehow. Yeah. Um, and either one, driving with someone, like, when you and I go out to Pittsburgh for various things, like, just talking works phenomenally. And listening to podcasts. That's, I go back and forth. I definitely like having somebody in the vehicle with me. Oh, yeah. But being that I do things on a moment's notice. Yeah. I can't always oh, get yeah. somebody to go with me places. Oh, so it's like driving to Tale of the Dragon wasn't bad because, I mean, I was by myself in my car, but I was driving with Sam. Right. And then when we left the hotel, it was driving with Sam and Antonio and RJ and Shannon. But coming home, I left the Airbnb at 6 in the morning Yeah. and drove 9 hours and 58 minutes. <laughs> wow. Straight. Well, I well, I stopped twice, yeah. but even stopping twice, I made it nine hours and fifty eight minutes from Robbinsville, North Carolina, Lake Santitla, which is right by Robbinsville, yeah, which is the southwest panhandle of North Carolina to Manheim, Pennsylvania, in nine hours and fifty eight minutes. <laughs> stopped twice, definitely. That was before I had the epiphany that like I need to listen to podcasts in the car, so I was listening to the same playlist over and over. over, and over, and over like over. I have like. Yeah. I have Spotify on my phone, and I have 1,500 songs on my phone and whatever. I listen to the same 50. Like, let's be real. (laughs) So, I mean, it definitely, that was a long day. Cool. Everything's cool. Life is cool. We're learning things and being adults and, like, trying to do big boy things. I don't know. One of these days, Rock Auto is going to send me the right shit, and I'm going to have a car that works. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hold my fucking breath. By the way, do you need any front suspension for a Ford Fusion? No, I can't say that I do, but I appreciate the offer. Yeah, yeah, they won't. They won't take that back. Nope. You know what we should do? We should, air quotes, I'm I'm doing air quotes because you guys can't see it. We should, air quotes, return my clutch and flywheel and just (laughs) stick the fucking fusion parts in the box and ship them back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm that level of dickhead at this point in my life. Oh, man. They don't have a phone line, but they'd call me then, and they'd be like, why do you send a suspension? And be like, I don't know, that's what you fucking idiots sent me when I ordered a clutch. Yeah. Send me the clutch. Oh, you tried to email me? Yeah, I didn't email back. Why don't you fill out this survey? See, it's different than giving their customer service department hell, because 
there's it's one thing to give them hell when they can't control there's what's an, going yeah on. when they can't control what's going on when they're just too stupid <sighs> to figure it out or to help you'll have that when we use decent sized job all right well we've been talking for damn near two hours at this point so i'm just gonna we're gonna cut it there uh thank you guys for listening at Horsepower Pizza on every platform possible, and I um, hope to see a lot more of you guys in 2022. Gonna have a great year. Uh, keep listening. We're gonna do things more often on here because yeah. Booker and I have the time to do things, and we'll cover some of the other projects we're building. So much. <laughs> yeah, well, we're gonna do Harbor Freight again soon, and I don't know, maybe we'll talk about our trucks on the next one because I have like one of those things. now. Yeah, so, all right, y'all. I love you, and um, Booker loves you, whether or not he'll admit to it. And uh, yeah, you guys are alright. Yeah. yeah. So, Mooresville's favorite problem children checking out. Bye. <laughs>